Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Tonight on Twilight Tonic, I have a very special guest who's been with me recently, who I admire greatly. His name is Todd Bates. Of course, you need to go to his paranormal radio station, WLTKDB. He has a lot of new stuff coming up. How are you, Todd, tonight? I am doing great, Dee Dee. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here again. Yeah, I love having you. You have some pretty exciting stuff coming up. Yeah, everything's crazy this time of year, and I well, I've been hiding something for a long time. I I, I even hid it from my own family. They had no clue, but I've been writing a book Mm -hmm. all this time, (laughs) and it's it's called The Haunted Voice, Mm -hmm. and it's about my it's an autobiography about my trials and tribulations through the paranormal. It talks about the birth of Haunted Voices. It talks about the birth of WLTKDB, the station. And, of course, uh, the good and the bad points of my life. Mm -hmm. I sat down, and I thought it was going to be tough. I thought it was going to be really tough to write. I'm no writer, okay? I'm I'm really no writer. I need an editor real bad. (laughs) But... (laughs) But everything just flew out. Everything just kind of flowed onto the pages. And I couldn't believe it. The next thing you know, there it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel so, so much release. There was just so much that uh, I didn't realize how much I was holding in until I wrote it. Right. It was unbelievable. You know, there's, uh, there's, there's a time in there where I... I talk about where I work corrections and I had something very bad happen to me. Um, they'll have to check it out in the book, of course, but something mm-hmm. really bad happened to me and I bounced back from it. I really did. And it's uh, the book goes through all those different phases like that, mm-hmm. all the different trials and tribulations and things that, that I went through this field will cause it. 
it, it will cause a lot of hiccups. It will cause a lot of issues with you if you don't, if you let it, but still, I wouldn't have any other, any other way. I still love it. Yeah. And, and I think too, anything paranormal and spiritual, this growth is, can be very difficult. Yeah. My problem was I, I was, when I came into this, I was completely skeptical and it was very hard for me after I had some experiences that I couldn't explain. It was very hard for me to deal with them. I thought, okay, I'm losing my mental sanity or I'm doing something sacrilegious because I was raised Catholic. Right. So I, I, I went and talked to a priest the whole nine yards and he assured that I'm, I'm just being curious. Uh, these things happen. Um, but still, it didn't. I had I, I had this empty pit because I couldn't get an actual answer. I couldn't I couldn't tell myself that there was life after death. There's no way I could prove it. Mm-hmm. And it became so frustrating for me. I turned to the bottle to calm it down. And I, I got really bad with that. And of course, that's in the book. But I got really, really bad with drinking because of this field. Um because of the stress and sure, but mostly it was because there's no absolutes and that drives me crazy. <laughs> you know, it's really, really hard to come to terms with that stuff. I think um, I was raised Catholic as well till I was 13. And like I, I've always said, my mom was so open-minded, you know, and she had so many crazy experiences throughout her life. And she questioned all of that, but it made her, like you, it made her seek out, what is this? You know, how do you grow with this? It's so hard. Absolutely. It, uh, for some people, it becomes a part of them. For other people, for a while, I had to hide it. Um, I was doing this back when it was, it was taboo still. People still frowned on it. They would call you this and that. Mm. Um, so it was, it was something I did that was hidden for a little while, but then it, you know, it started becoming more mainstream and it got a lot easier, but still there were no answers. And I still get, I still get slack from people this day and I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a chuckle out of you on this. I still use an analog recorder, a cassette recorder. <laughs> wow, <laughs> when <I'm> out, Todd. <laughs> when I'm out, when I'm out in the field, and the reason being mm. is, you know, I I I haven't proven anything with that cassette recorder. How in the world did these voices get captured on that cassette and I didn't hear it? Mm-hmm. So I'm still stuck back there trying to figure that part. Now I I use digital too. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, I still use the the uh, old analog recorder, and I get I get great results with it. You know, it really does work. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. I mean, it's it's hard to find these things anymore, but they're out there. Um, I've got a whole bag full of them to keep me busy for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for those things, it's not like a digital where you can just erase. You got to sit there. And go through this hard evidence and hear that. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to go through the bad to get to the good. 
excuse me, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and that's, and I do that DD because I, I have no answers yet. No one, no one, there's no answers on, on the analog recorder. It's still, it's still out to lunch. No one knows for sure. So I'm still, I'm still going to use it. And yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where I, uh, I'm going to keep going until either I pass and then finally figure it all out or someone does because right. something has to happen sooner or later. And I, I mentioned this in the book as well is, is the, the future of, of investigating something, some kind of breakthrough has to come through. There are too many uh, near, near, near hit cases. I mean, so close People are so close with photography these days, the technology that they have, the equipment. We are so close to this. I think we're on the brink of some kind of answer any time. Now, I don't think it's going to be anything huge because there's a part of me that, that also thinks we're not would think we're not supposed to know this. You know, we're not supposed to know what happens after we die. But regardless, I, I think somebody's going to screw up and figure something out and it's going to, and, and it's going to be a breakthrough. We need one. Well, and I wonder with all these energy shifts that they're talking about us moving into the next, next plane, the next dimension. Yes. If it's more and more, isn't going to be revealed to us because that's I, coming. I think we're ready. I think, the reason why people are seeking, and this is so popular right now, I think people are seeking these answers. Yeah. I mean, there's more. We know there's more. We just can't pinpoint it. We can't put that our finger on that, you know? No. It's nothing tangible. It's nothing you can hold. It's nothing you can grab and pull in close to you. It's one of those things where... You're going to trip over it. That's how you're going to find it. You're going to trip over it. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to be looking for it. It's going to come when you least expect it. That just seems to be how this field operates. The paranormal operates. The ghosts operate. Is they're there when you least expect them. Mm -hmm. um, look at all the cases where people have witnessed some extremely, extremely profound evidence. And they go to listen to it or go to watch it and it's gone from, yeah. from their equipment. You know, this happens too. And that's unexplainable in itself right? because you, you've got two witnesses, three witnesses that saw it, but yet it's not on their evidence. So, you know, something happened, something took it away. Maybe it's because they weren't supposed to see it. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But those are the things that, that blow my mind with this field right. is just how you can get that close and then it's all taken away and you're right back at the drawing board again. That drove me to drink. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you're like, I need an alcohol beverage because I need, I can't figure this out and it's frustrating. Oh, it's so bad. And, and, and normally I do pretty good with pressure like that, but mm -hmm. for this, no, my body just, and I had to retire from the field for a while because it, it completely, wore me out it mm. burned me out it uh took me down because i'm you know doing all these different experiments and things and trying to figure these things out with this research and it's just two and two aren't making four it's just not adding up <laughs> well you know 
when you see something, when you witness something and you, you can't prove it, you know, it just happens. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating because when you tell people, they're like, okay, really? Mm -hmm." (laughs) Yeah, it's like an old fishing story. It's like, no, it was right there. I saw it. I know it. I, I was awake. I was coherent. I had nothing to drink. They always, it's always that, that feeling that you can't, like you said, it's not tangible. You can't pick it up. You can't show it. You can't reveal it. Yeah. And, you know, people look at you like, what? Yeah, they think you're nuts. Yeah, you've watched too many movies. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, and you can have you can have the best piece of evidence that that you think is captured. You know, you've got this this unmistakable voice that's on your recorder. It clearly says someone's going to die in the barn tonight. It clearly says that. Mm-hmm. And then you can't sit there and say one hundred percent that that is a spirit or a disembodied voice. You can't say it with with absolute certainty. And that is the frustration. That is, mm-hmm. you know, you go through all that work, all those hours of investigating, and then the hours of going through the evidence after to find something such as that, which is a horrible example, but close enough. <laughs> and yeah. then it's taken away. You're back to the drawing board. Um, and I, I, at first, I, I used to enjoy that about this field uh, because there was always something to do, always something to figure out. But then, you know, after a while, for me, uh, all that rejection just built built up. And, you know, of course, the body's going to reach its breaking point. And then, you know, a person's going to crack. They're going to, oh, geez, I need a beer after this. And, and, you know, next thing you know, you're you're coming out of rehab going, whoa, what happened? And then, you know, I take a break. Mm -hmm. I put my show on hiatus, everything on hiatus um, until I fixed myself. And then, you know, slowly I'm getting back into the system again, but remembering where I came from. So it doesn't happen again. You know, history repeats itself. This is something I don't want to repeat. So I quit. I don't drink anymore for, for a reason. <laughs> it doesn't work out. <laughs> no, like I, once and, I start, it just keeps going. Yeah. It just doesn't work out for me. It's one of those things where it doesn't work out anymore, but I love the field so much and I love what's, uh, what's come of it, how it's so mainstream now. Right. It's, it's, it's second nature to talk about it. Everybody's sure. talking about it. They're watching the television shows or whatever. Yeah. Um, glad that those brought some awareness, but it's uh, it's one of those one of those areas where you you can you can sit down with pretty much anybody these days and talk about it, yeah. and they have some input or not have some input. They may uh, not believe in it at all. Right. You know, my neighbor he's he's completely skeptical. He doesn't believe in any of this, and I used to be that way. And then you get that change and maybe one day he'll have some kind of change. I doubt it. He's stubborn, but you know, it's, it's some will believe some won't, but 
don't ridicule the ones that do. Don't judge the ones that do. You know, it's and important. I always tell people because they always ask me, "Well, you watch all those paranormal shows?" I go, "I do." I said, "Like them or hate them, they've really brought this to a different light." Yes, they did. And to me, that's really important. You've got to respect them for that. Yeah, I mean, it it brought it to, you know, this is okay to talk about. Mm-hmm. Those experiences you've had, it's okay. It's it's finally okay. Where, like you said, even 10 years ago, unless you grew up in this, unless you, you know, I, I was immersed in this as a kid where it was just nature. It wasn't paranormal. It was nature. And I was comfortable with it, but not everybody was comfortable with me being around. Right. <laughs> they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that weed girl. And she's that weird girl that talks about the, 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 the ghosts and the creepy things that go bump in the night. And, you know, like like you said, you know, you don't have proof. You mm. know what you've experienced because you've written about it. Yeah, there's been some fun things in there. Um, I cannot wait to read it. There, there's some fun things in there about, you know, some places I did investigate. Um, there's, there's, uh, there's a few, few high razor stories. It's pretty juicy. It's got some gossip in there and stuff about my life that, that, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I didn't come out publicly and say until, until I wrote it in there. But it's, it's, uh, it's cleansing. It's sure. it's one of those where, you know, it's it's a quick read. It's no novel, you know. And I tried the best I could with the wording, so hopefully everybody can. Hopefully it flows right with everybody. But it's it came from the heart. It really did. And one of my two favorite things to write about in there were the the birth of haunted voices and the birth mm-hmm. of the radio station and how they came about and how the struggles to get there just flipped a switch one day and boom, there's haunted voices and how it, how it evolved from uh, a website uh, with the chat room into a radio show when the radio show evolved into a radio station. It's just a big snowball effect through there. It's a lot of fun to read. And it's so, you know, people don't realize how much work these things take. (sighs) You know, people were like, ooh, you have a podcast. I'm like, yeah. How much take time a lot do you work. spend? Ooh, a lot of time. <laughs> the editing, the yeah. the scheduling. Um, yeah. There's 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 so many. Finding uh, and, content. And, you know, yeah, the content. You know? The content. Yeah, you know, you can like email 30 people and maybe get 10 answers back, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and people are like, well, that sounds easy. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, but you don't realize how many times a day I email people. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's a crapshoot. You throw them out there and you see what sticks and come <laughs> yeah. back. And it's, uh, it's, it's tough because some, a lot of it goes to deaf, deaf eye or uh, blind eyes. They don't even see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's and that, a, that's just the game you play. Yeah, and there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of stations out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to refresh. You have to continue to grow. And that's that's difficult. 
And what I love about it, Dee Dee, is there's enough room for every oh, single yeah. one of us. Oh, yeah. You know, there, there's no competition. There shouldn't be any competition. There's plenty. Oh, and it's so I, fun because of that. Yeah, any, anything you can think of, it's it's out there either in a podcast form or like I do the live form and then the podcast form. It, it's whatever, you know, the viewer wants. Yeah. You know, it, and it's uh, it's on demand these days and it's instant gratification, just like everybody likes. It's right there if they want. <laughs> and the interesting part is now, this is my experience. I'm sure this has been some of your experience. I haven't, I interview other podcasters and people that have radio stations and everyone promotes everybody. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. We want the information out there. That's why we do it. It's a huge networking family. Yeah. You know, the way I look at it is, you know, if I'm into podcasts and you're into podcasts, then we're into podcasts yeah. and that's 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 what it is that's connected that's a connection and then you know people that are into other things in this field those are connections mm -hmm. find your connection find your foundation run with it have fun with it there's uh there, like i said there's plenty of room for all of us oh, oh my goodness yeah wait, my god way, way too much oh yeah and some of us will still be here when it's not popular oh sure you know I know things go in and out. I remember um, years ago, Todd, when I was dancing, they had a, I don't know if you had heard of this, but it kind of brought my field of dance to the forefront where nobody talked about it hardly. It was called the Belly Dance Superstars. Mm -mm. And it was huge. It was like a touring company. And Miles Copeland had a big part in this and everything. And it kind of brought that dance form into everybody's living room, basically. Whoa. And I had done it 10 years prior. I, I, I did that form of dance since I was 14. And I remember when that came out. And I remember when he asked me to be part of it. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Not doing it. <laughs> nope. I don't want to be known as balance on glass, balance on glasses girl. <laughs> balance on glasses girl. Yeah, because that's what that's an old belly dance trick where you dance on top of glasses. Oh, no way. Yeah, and I did that. And that was a subject of interest in the 90s. And I was like, nope, not happening. Mm-mm. <laughs> I like these glasses, but I like them in small doses. <laughs> you know? But I think that's what's happening in our field now, in the paranormal, and the wonderful books that are out, like your book. I cannot wait to read it, by the way. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'll get you a copy of it. I can't wait to I get it in there. I'll sign you a copy. I'll send it, Ooh. and then... You let me know what you think. Um, it's just it's 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 a labor of love. This thing and those are the best books, went, dear. Yeah, I, I went through so much with it. I cried. Wow. I cried when I was writing the thing. Oh and, my! You know, and it, those are the things that it, it was just real cleansing like yeah. that. And then when it's finished, and then it's turned over to the editor, 
it's like, oh my goodness, I can't take this back now. I've I've got to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and it's one of those things where I got stopped in my tracks. Like my life is going to be public. People yeah. are going to know all of these mistakes that I made. All of this is going to be out out in the open. I'm not going to have any protection. You know, I'm I'm an open book now, literally. <laughs> and damn. <laughs> yeah. But it, it and then it was like, yeah. Why not? Because this could help somebody. Yeah. This story could help somebody because if if anything it'll it'll show somebody that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for a while my light was shut off due to budget cuts, but, <laughs> but it was <laughs> It was it was there, just a little bit. Damn budget. <laughs> you know So, you know, hopefully hopefully people will hope hopefully people will enjoy it and spread the word and relate will. to it. Um well number one, your personality and what you've done is very innovative in this field. And I think a lot of people I you're the second author I've talked to that has put their life out there. The good, the bad, like letting people know their mistakes. And I think, you know, when you do that, it's your way of teaching others. That's a good way of putting it. Because that's what we're here for, I believe. I believe we're here to teach others and all our experiences, good, bad, ugly, um, embarrassing, these moments, I mean... We're older now, and I don't know about you, but sometimes I sit back and watch somebody younger and go, you don't want to do that, but I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Have I done that? Absolutely. If I tell you not to do that, you're going to look at me and you're- call me all kinds of names and say I'm wrong, and I don't know what I'm talking about. But if I lay back mm-hmm. and just say, okay, have fun. You know, you might come back and talk to me. <laughs> you may think twice about it. Yep. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I did the same stuff you're doing now, and whoa. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it's it's that kind of world. Um, yeah. There's a whole new generation coming in here, a uh, whole new generation of investigators, and they've got a whole new way of approaching it. Absolutely. Um, it's quick. It's fast-paced. It, it uh uh, it, it, one of the biggest things I think is is going to make a breakthrough, uh, for example, would be this Estes method. Mm-hmm. This seems to be a really good method for researchers to get complete sentences from the other side. You know, it's uh, uh, for those that don't know what the Estes method is. Basically, you have two people. One has uh, noise canceling headphones on. Uh, the other one is running a, a device like an SB7 uh, ghost box device and the other person has the headphones on listening for the words to come through. Mm-hmm. So a word comes through, they say that word out loud and then somebody writes it down and hopefully it com- forms a complete sentence. Right. But I, I, I think that this method DD is, is going to be something that takes us to the next level in this field. Um, it's woken a lot of people up That's exciting. and a lot of people are using it. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's, 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 uh, it's real time. It's not like my analog recorder where I've got to <laughs> wait a week. 
<laughs> You're sitting there hours. It's four o'clock in the morning and Todd is still there going, I heard that. Rewind. Oh, I heard that. Let me rewind it. Let me rewind it. Oh. I had to listen to it for the hundredth time. And now I'm going to find a way to make everyone else hear it. <laughs> That's, that is so interesting. All these new techniques that they're using mm-hmm. has changed. I mean, I, re- I and I'm sure you remember when what the show in the, the 90s and early 2000s on like discovering the travel channel, the ghost guys, mm-hmm. when they yep. were using their equipment. And I was blown away by that. But yeah. now, I mean, it's getting pretty darn advanced. <laughs> it's getting super advanced. It's complicated. I can't figure this stuff out. You know, you've got all these uh, zoom zooms and wham whams out there <laughs> with uh, that just take a, a rechargeable battery or what have you. Right. They they cast lights. They make sticks. Now they, they stick people. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is these are things that are foreign to me that I'm trying to learn, but I'm still stuck in old school because we haven't figured that out yet. So I'm I'm kind of I'm still playing playing back there for the other team right now, trying to make a breakthrough somehow. We're probably all trying to figure this out, and then we're all going to find out that it was all a joke on us that was just right there in front of us. <laughs> and I'm going to be like in the afterlife going. Pass me that alcoholic beverage right yep. there, please. Time. <laughs> yep. Time to pick it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, you can't do that to me in my next lifetime. It's not happening. No. So in your book, you talk about the voices and your and why you did this and your experiences emotionally, physically. Wow. Th- that is quite an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot in there about, uh, like I said, the trials and tribulations. One of them in particular was when I was away for a little while uh, with my correction story um, that uh, I, I, I had to go on the other side of the bars for a little while. Yeah. And these are things that have been released that I had been holding in all this time and only my family knew about it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not ashamed of this. Because I, I, what happened, I would I would do it all over again because it was to save my family, right? You know, so I would do it all over again. Um, but it felt so good to get that down on paper, mm-hmm. and because that told me everything in life happens for a specific reason. If that wouldn't have happened, I never would have taken the haunted tour that got me into all of this. So one hand washed the other here and it it, it had to happen in, in that in that way in that particular suit to put me at that point in my life to where I went to that tour because that that is what changed my life right so every, even though there was some bad involved in there it still turned into some good and it, and it, and that's how it does throughout the book um because I well, I screw up a lot, DB. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in there. Um, I never screw up, Todd. Never. No. Never. <laughs> I have lots of. Screws. But it, it, it's it's wonderful how that happened. Um, 
and what it what it, the, the person that it made me it made me a really stubborn and determined individual to um take something that that uh, most would say is impossible and make it possible yeah i i enjoy doing that i really enjoy doing that um my friends and, and, and so forth told me that the station that I have right now would be impossible. That's impossible to do. You can't do that by yourself. Yeah. You did. You can. You can. And it's, uh, it all comes down to how much you want it. You know, how much you want to help people, how much you want to give back, how much you want to sacrifice to make this happen. Mm. It, it it's tough it's tough and there, there's a few things you lose along the way but there's also a few things you gain and mm. i gained those things i gained a great relationship i'm in a wonderful relationship now and there's there's so many things in my life that are i mean i'm a grandfather there's there's so many things in my life that have that have come back that you know, were taken from me years ago yeah. but have come back and those are some of the things that that, that book is about. So it, it uh, hopefully it, it, the, the the readers like it. Um, there's I'm, I'm already wanting to do a second one. I've, I've got things written down on the second one. It's going to be, be even more detailed mm-hmm. um, than the first. So it's it's this pandemonium. It's addictive. <laughs> yes, I can only imagine. I'm like super psyched, as you know about it. <laughs> well, you're you're gonna get a copy once I get him in. I'm gonna mail you one. Oh, you and better. I I want you to to tell me what you think because it's it's uh it's important to know. I don't I don't want people to sugarcoat things and say, well, that was a great book when it sucked. You know, I want people to, that way. I learn yeah. and do better the next time. I can take constructive criticism. I can take that very well. I'm not, I'm not, I don't get all all upset or, or cranky if somebody critiques me or something. That's what helps me learn. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is coming out Halloween, isn't it? Yes. This was that was hard to slip in there. Um everything is 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 it's going to come back from the editor Monday. Mhm. Then it gets turned into Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, all those distributors. And then by October 31st, I should have my copies in from the order because it takes 24 to 48 hours for everything to kind of kick in. Right. And then I'll have the orders in and then it will be out by Halloween. That's that is. Yeah, and it it was it was fun working it around that date because I wanted it around that date, you know. It's, it's yeah. a, the haunted voice. I mean, it's a it's a creepy tale, so that worked out really good, really good. Oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. I that's amazing. <laughs> I love this stuff, as you know. I love it. Oh yeah, yeah, and there's there's some fun stories in there about the Sally House and everything too. Uh, there's just there's some really good stuff and there and there's there's more that that i'm gonna i'm gonna do in the second book as well um it's starting to get because writing like that you you forget a lot of things and then when you write like that it it really brings a lot of things back to the surface of your brain (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm remembering a lot more things that 
I forgot over the years. So there'll be more. There'll be more too. Because it's it's fun. It's just it's just a lot of fun doing that. Writing a book is just so much fun. It's tricky, but it's fun. Yeah, I I just think I don't know. I think so many people will read it. I mean, this is my opinion so far from what I've talked to you now. We'll read it and learn and accept themselves more. That's what I'm wanting. I'm wanting the reader to understand that other people have problems too. Other people get in trouble too. Yeah. Other people um, can can come out clean in the wash. Mm-hmm. Everybody trips. <laughs> you know, everybody trips. Everybody falls. Absolutely. You get and up, it, it's, you it's, brush yourself off. That's what it is. It's a book of that with a few ghosts mixed in mixed in there with it. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. You know, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. You you're writing this amazing story. It, it's about you, but it's so there's a huge spiritual side to it huge spiritual side like it's almost like a bright light like <laughs> it's almost in, in 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 the best way i can describe it writing it and the way i felt was almost a spiritual awakening it was almost as if you know something just i just all of a sudden i was whoa i'm really doing this right yeah so it was it was there was it was an awakening. Yeah, I would definitely call it that. Yeah, I mean, I love that. I'm like very, I'm very excited for you as well. Oh, I, I thank you for that. And, and you know, hopefully, like I said, the readers enjoy it. And, you know, the, the copies, they can get it through Amazon, the Barnes & Noble. They can get it on my website. I built a new website, ToddMichaelBates.com. I had to use my full name because the other name they wanted four grand for it. <laughs> You're <laughs> You're like, it's my identity. Why? <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody took my identity hostage. Toddbates.com is for forty five hundred dollars. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'll throw my middle name in there and we'll just we'll get the domain. So it's toddmichaelbates.com and you can go there. It's it's a uh, you can go there and it has all the information about my voiceovers. You can buy the book there. You can hear some of the, my past voiceover samples and things like that. And trust me, people, he's got a great voice, obviously. But his voiceovers <laughs> <you>. are great. <laughs> Thank you. It, those are a lot of fun, too. And, it, you know, it's got the narrations in there and, and things. Uh, just just a lot of fun. And those are fun things that I do to keep me keep me sane. Oh, well, yeah, we need that these days. Let me tell you. Yeah. So, Todd, you have some great couple shows coming up on WLTKDB. And one of them is Tyson's Gift Podcast. Yes. Tell us about that. The Tyson's Gift Podcast. That's hosted by Brandon Wainwright. He's a former police officer and energy worker. Mm-hmm. And he's going to help people with with that modality. He's going to go in and, and um, he'll have some guest interviews and things. But he'll he'll he's going to put a, a good spin on the metaphysical, and uh, it's going to be a great show that debuts next week, next Thursday night at six central, 
right there at WLTKDB.com. And then coming in December is a super fun one. Oh, uh, yeah. It's Caden and Alyssa Mask of Southern Ascension. They're, they, they're doing a show. It's called Twisted Ascensions. And it's about their paranormal investigations, their research, the evidence they, they gather. But it's, it also is about the tales of them, you know, being married and in, in the field, how, how everything coincides with, with them being in the field and being a married couple. Um, what stresses are put on you? What are some tips? They're going to give some tips on what, what uh, couples can do that are in the field and things like that. It's, it's going to be a great show. Right. That sounds, that sounds exciting. I yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And how many shows do you have? This is really cool, everybody. This is why you need to check out his radio station. You have how many shows now? With, with Twisted Ascensions added in December, that'll make it 23 shows. And they're all spiritual and paranormal. That's correct. So All I mean, metaphysical, so all cool. paranormal. And, and they're a lot of fun. The hosts enjoy it. It's a, um, you know, it's a station where a family over there. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, I also do the, the show hosting because they, the reason why I started that is because I, I didn't want the host to have to worry about technical work. I just wanted them to show up. Because right. when I first started, I had to worry about technical work and everything. It was hard for me to do a show. Right. So yeah. <laughs> by doing the work for them, they can concentrate more on their show and they just have more fun. So that is awesome. I can't wait to hear both of them. Actually. They're going to be fun. They're going to be fun. Especially when I saw a picture of Tyson, <laughs> I had no idea. Tyson's he was adorable. A cop. He was, I see this guy like holding a puppy, kissing his yep. dog. And I'm like, Oh, what is this? Is this an animal psychic? And I had to read it. It was energy work. And I was like, Oh my goodness. I didn't know he was a cop. He's a, yep. He used to be a police officer and that's his little chihuahua named Tyson. And he <laughs> passed away. Oh. He passed away. What, 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 what do they call that? The rainbow bridge? The rainbow, the bridge, rainbow yes. bridge. And then, uh, he came back and I guess, uh, that is one of Brandon's spirit, spirit guides is his pop. What? <laughs> and that's what he talks uh, about. Oh, I got to talk to Tyson. A shout out to Tawson. I I need to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll get you two. I'll get you two introduced on an email. And what's really funny about that, as you know, I'm a big animal human being here. I have five animals. Any anytime I see a picture with anyone hugging a dog, bird, cat, I'm like, like, like. It doesn't matter who you are. I'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> you just melt. You just smell when you, I mean, he, he sent me a bunch of, cause I, to make that banner, um, I, I had probably six photos to choose from with him and his, his dog Tyson. And out of all of them, that one there grabbed me because it's so sweet how he's just licking his face and it's just, I don't know, it's just a welcoming kind of, yeah. kind of image for the show. You can just tell he just loves animals. Yeah. And a lot of energy workers do. Now, what he does, and and he actually treats me once a month. He's amazing at what he does. It is, uh, what what he does 
And I, I love the way he does it because some will stay on the phone with you throughout the whole process mm-hmm. or, or the Zoom meeting or whatever. He does it all remote. Um, but what, what he does is he'll give me a call and he'll, he'll see where he needs to concentrate on um, by what I say as far as any aches and pains or woes I'm feeling, anything like that. I'll tell him. Mm-hmm. And then he says, okay, well, I'm going to work on you now. I'm going to get my team together here. And then uh, I'll call you back here in about a half hour. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm thinking, how in the world is this going to work? <laughs> I hang up the phone. I'm just sitting here thinking, okay, all right, nothing yet. And then out of the blue, it's just, it's hard to explain. It's like a warmth mm-hmm. comes over you. Um, and you feel different sections of your body being manipulated like a a tuned up like a car Mm -hmm. it's really hard to explain you'd have to experience it but it's amazing and it's 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 non-invasive it's not one of those things where you know you have to disrobe or (laughs) you just sit here in your clothes (laughs) you just sit here and relax and then he does that work on you and and it does it's it's tremendous uh the relief afterwards it really is awesome he's, re- he's he's really good at what he does and it's it's, it's a tough tough sell you know most people are sitting there thinking what energy work are you kidding me it's been around for thousands of years and you just have to take the chance on it and it does it does work right. I'm, I'm a believer in it well you know that kind of stuff it's really interesting i've had some work done before by somebody mm-hmm. um it's amazing because you feel different completely different and it's um it's it's a peaceful feeling Mm -hmm. i mean that's the best i can describe it because a person would have to feel it themselves to really understand it and you just have to be open-minded right you know and they'll say oh it's placebo well if it is it still works (laughs) yeah i hate when people say that to me it's like you don't know (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like really, it helps. yeah, because I got, let's see, what did I do a few years ago? I did a soul retrieval. Oh, those are amazing. Yeah. And I've told people, I said, you just don't understand that it, it doesn't happen right away, but you have a weird <laughs> feeling for a couple of days. Yeah, you feel kind of lost for a few days and disconnected yeah. after one of those. And it's it, it can be scary, but... Yeah, I felt like I was on some kind of drug. I was like, yeah, those yeah. are so neat. I was walking around going, this is kind of odd. <laughs> I will see where this takes me. But it did help in a lot of aspects in my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was a placebo at all. I, I really felt a difference. Yeah. You know, and yeah, energy work the same way. It it does something. It does. And it's it's hard to explain it to people because again, you can't see it. It's not tangible. Mm-hmm. You can't hold it. So, yep. So people are gonna they can't put it in your can't put it in your pocket or your purse. It's not gonna happen that way. Nope. <laughs> and it's hard to convince people of that, but once they take that plunge, normally it, it wakes them right up. They're like, oh well, I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
I'm, I'm, I'm a stubborn skeptic and I, I, I fell for it and it works great. Yeah. And I, I tell people, it's like, you need to try it. Well, it costs mm-hmm. too much. I'm like, no, how much do you spend on Starbucks? You know? <laughs> exactly. How much do you spend on therapy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just don't have your expensive cup of coffee for a month. Go do something. Make a little like sacrifice. That. Yeah, try it. Just try it. And I swear, something will make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with me with crystals. I love my crystals. Oh, crystals. Yes. I have them all over the place. How many do you have? How I, I, I've got to know. How many do you have? Oh, gosh. All together? Since childhood? Mm-hmm. I, oh, gosh. Hundreds. Yeah, they're all over. Little ones, teeny ones, big ones. Um, I have a crystal ball my mom bought me when I was 16. Oh, cool. And it's real, yeah. And that year she bought me tarot cards and a crystal ball. And then down the street from me, one of my one of the people I interviewed, we became really good friends. He owns the two crazy crystal guys. It's called the Two Crazy Crystal Guys. Yeah, and he—he's a. I love that. Oh my! You would love him. He's from Texas, and I just love him and David. He's such a great guy, and he has this beautiful crystal store, and he's a medium, and he knows all about the crystals and the properties, and that's my up and coming new podcast. Is me and him are going to have a show called Talk Crystals to Me. That is going to be so cool. Uh, so, of course, he's the most knowledgeable one, and I'm the, you know, <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> but yeah, the apprentice. I'm the apprentice crystal woman, yes. But I have them <laughs> ever since I was like, I have them everywhere. You know, I have them above doors. I have them on my windows. You know, I have pendulums everywhere. That's just me, you know. Good. <laughs> Tourmaline everywhere, <laughs> you know. Good, because you, you can't have enough of those, you know? I mean, no. and, and uh, again, people will sit there and say, it's placebo. Well, if it is, it works. And oh, I like you them. Know. They're beautiful. Yep. And they're conversation pieces, and people come in, and certain ones I let them touch, other ones you don't touch. <laughs> exactly. Mine, mine. <laughs> oh, my. And my animals love them, particularly yeah, my, my cat. My better half, whenever there's a full moon or a new moon, those, they're out there. They're out there getting a moon bath. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Mine are in the windows. Oh, yeah. My neighbors, probably, my poor neighbors. A couple weeks ago, I'm outside of my house and I'm smudging. <laughs> and I, I know they're just watching going, wow, whoa. And so I come home one day and my next door neighbor, she's, she's a very sweet lady. And there's these bags of weeds on my porch. I didn't open them. And I'm like, who did this? And I opened it and it was bags and bags of sage. Holy cow. So I hunt it and dry it. Apparently she knew I saged all the time. (laughs) There you go. From her garden, she had so much sage. She put them in bags and left them on my porch. Wow. And I just giggled. I was like, oh my gosh. Because I probably do it. Once a month, I can't do inside of my house unless my Amazon parrot is 
and my cockatiel is out of the house because they're mm-hmm. they can't handle a lot of smell. So and then I start at the basement and I go all the way up and I go outside and I have my sea salt and my poor neighbors. <laughs> they're probably <laughs> like, Matisha Adams lives across from us. Matisha Adams. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I guarantee you they, they're happy because you're doing that and cleaning the area. Yeah, I have to. Or, yeah. you know, I salt the doors, the windows. I don't need anything coming home with me, you know? <laughs> no. I, I go, I'm like, no, no, no. That makes for an interesting evening when that happens, I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't like it when that happens. I don't know about no. you, but. I don't either. It's with, they, they weren't welcome. They weren't welcome to come, come in and they, they, they do that. They latch on like that yeah. for a week or so and you can't get rid of them. It took me almost a year to get rid of one that someone actually brought into my house from a bar. Wow. They came in drunk one night and it was friends of ours. They're no longer together. And something was attached to them. And then I would walk by my bedroom. And I never had these problems. I have a ghost kitty in the house, but I I walk past my bedroom and there's a guy standing there in a hoodie. Whoa. And I'm like, I'm going to ignore this. I I have to ignore this because I don't want to give it yes. any energy. And I was on an interview one night with somebody else and I kept seeing him out of the corner of my eye because my studio is right across from my room. Months and months. It took me months to get rid of it. And Holy cow. Yeah. And it, it would be like one of those things you'd walk by and you'd see it plain as day, a guy in a black hoodie and blue jeans. Oh, that's eerie. Yeah. And I'm like, is this thing watching me sleep? <laughs> you know, I can't get yeah. rid of this. The animals weren't bothered. So that was a plus for me. And I felt no ill will. But it took a long time to say, you cannot stay in my bedroom. You have wow. to leave. I don't <laughs> out, out. And it got so bad that sometimes my dog would see it and they would acknowledge it and walk away. And of course, yeah. I'm like, I wasn't, I wasn't even dressing in my room for a while. I'd go into the bathroom <laughs> or my studio to get dressed. I'm like, <laughs> if there's really something in there. A guy with a hoodie. I don't. <laughs> He doesn't it's creepy. Need yeah. yeah, he doesn't need to see this. Oh my god. <laughs> he doesn't need to see this. <laughs> no, he needs to go. So, you know, when they get attached, I just don't want any more of that. So I sage the house, the windows. <laughs> Bingo. And my neighbors are all like, there she goes again. That you for 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 that, I would have went all full sage Rambo. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I did. I had the birds out for a couple hours and I went Rambo. Trust me. Yep. <laughs> it was like everything leave. everything. <laughs> yep. It's time. It's time. And, you know, I don't know about you and I'm sure because you do all these investigations and you talk to people, you need to cleanse. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. My quick story with that uh, is, is I didn't, and I, I brought, um, the little girl from the Sally house. I brought the doctor from the Sally house, Ooh. all this home. My kids were involved. They were my, my little ones. She was playing with uh, little Sally as an imaginary friend. You know, we staged the house and then she comes running out of her room screaming. 
she said, daddy, daddy, you killed the doctor and Ooh. then pointed and, you know, and all this stuff. Uh, it was just yeah. really weird how all that happened with this house. And yeah, we had to have it cleansed like, you know, what, what you do, but, mm-hmm. um, and it was just, uh, the, my, my oldest saw the apparition of, of the little girl at this foot of her bed. And of course she's 12 years old and she's sleeping with her parents. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was terrified. She saw that it turned off cause she slept with the radio on, I guess uh-huh. all night. And this thing turned the radio off oh. and that's what woke her up. And she saw her right there at the end of the bed. And that's it. You scoot over. <laughs> I don't blame her. (laughs) So cleansing is important and definitely letting them know before you leave that they're not welcome. They are to stay there. That is very important as well. Put a pink bubble around yourself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, please, people. Yeah, you don't want anything to latch on. Mm. Hey, Todd, you told me you were having a sale, too. Yes. It's a Halloween sale. It goes until the 31st at midnight, 20% off of everything in store. They're at uh, WLTKDB.com. Just click on shop. There's uh, hoodies in there. We got some new items in. Um, there's some uh, warm clothes, you know, falls around the corner or falls here. And there's some nice, nice quality items in there. It's not, it's not crappy. It's good quality stuff. Woohoo! I like a good hoodie. Yeah, they're, they're the real thick ones with the and yeah. the logo. The logo is uh, screen printed on there in a way that it stays. It's not gonna come off in the deteriorate wash. Deteriorate or yeah, yeah. That is good stuff. You have so much happening. I am so glad we had time to talk. I know we got it all out too. That's amazing. I know we do great work. Just, what can I say? You're just you're you're great at what you do, Dee Dee. Period. Todd, I do want to have you back in the spring. Absolutely, you name it. Because you know things happen between now and you know January, February. So I want to have you back, and gosh, how do people get a hold of you in case they want to talk to you? Well, you can go to ToddMichaelBates.com or WLTKDB.com, either one of those. Contact me through there. Uh, you can reach me on Facebook under Todd M. Bates, Todd, Todd Bates. You can search me there. Um, I'm, I'm not hard to get a hold of. I'd love to talk to you, so definitely reach out. Yes, and everybody, please go to his radio station. You will not regret it. Trust me. You will be amazed and you know what it's good stuff to fall asleep to too (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's why i'm having all those dreams (laughs) (laughs) the subconscious mind still works i know so chime into wltkdb and todd thank you so much for taking your time out of a busy day to talk to me and i'm really looking forward to reading your book Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. And I can't wait to send it to you. All right. You have a good night. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.